Transplant. I am Rachel Summers. I am the Transplant. And I am Selene Dracos. I am the Queen's Kid. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, I'm very excited because we're talking about where I live. That's right. Talking about Bushwick. Yay! Bushwick, New York. Um, Wow, there's a lot to unpack here. Yeah. First, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about living in Bushwick? So yeah, so I've lived in Bushwick for the last two and a half years and originally um it was a bit of like a meme that a lot of the people from our college um went to go live in Bushwick as upperclassmen and I was like oh I'm I'm never gonna do that I'm not gonna do the thing that everyone else does and then I was looking for apartments I was like oh yeah okay this is the only thing that really makes sense right now and and that's um where I've been um I have a lot of uh complicated feelings around it and Selena and I are gonna get into all that that's right but we're gonna start with some history that's right so So for those of you who don't know because I'm pretty sure not everyone listening to the podcast is gonna be from New York Bushwick is in Brooklyn it's in the outer boroughs it borders Queens it borders Ridgewood um also Williamsburg and several other places in Brooklyn yes it's also on the L line and the J and Z lines. Yes. Just to give some subway context yes, there. Yes, for, for those who think subway orientedly. And we're going to break down the difference between the different parts of Bushwick depending uh, on yes. the train L train Bushwick versus Jay-Z Bushwick. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, we're going to start off with some history. So do you want to, uh, Selene, start with the correct pronunciation or the original Dutch pronunciation of sure. Bushwick? Sure. So um, in 1661... Peter Stuyvesant, who um, was sort of the governor of New York when it was still being controlled by the Dutch, in 1661, he named the area Busweg. I could be wrong with the pronunciation. I'm not Dutch, but that's what Google Translate told me. Um, Rachel, what do you think Busweg means? Okay, for some reason, the Bus makes me think cow. So something to do with cows. Mm. am i warm am i cold no actually it's just neighborhood in the woods okay so it wasn't supposed to be like ooh, that's funny you know okay so it just means neighborhood in the woods neighborhood in the woods how what distinguishes that neighborhood in the woods from the rest of the neighborhoods that were in the woods maybe bushwick had more trees back then maybe no yeah there are no trees on my block <laughs> that is, wait no you have one I guess, yeah, because I... I mean, it's a baby tree, but it yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't sustain me. <laughs> um, so, so something interesting we found when we were doing research on this was that um, Bushwick used to consist of four villages, being uh, Greenpoint, Bushwick Shore, later known as Williamsburg, then Bushwick Green, and Bushwick Crossroads. Now, I have a question for yes. you, Rachel. Uh, if you could live in any four of these villages, not knowing basically anything about them just by name, which one would you want to live in? It's, it's, it's like, you know, how do you distinguish between the shore, the green, and the crossroads? I would say the green, because that sounds good. Green Point or Bushwick yeah, Green? Bushwick Green. Ah. Bushwick Green. How about you? Where would you dwell? I would say Bushwick Shore just because it's Williamsburg. Yeah, that's true. Back then, <laughs> they, they're hipsters. They just had like a different kind of horse. They're like, this is like a new kind of horse. Yeah. This is high tech horse. You wouldn't understand. And then they put like a mustache on the horse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the ironic post-recession 2012 hipster must- mustache. Yes, that oh, one. God. So um, <laughs> something interesting, you know, the first time I heard about this, I heard this from my dentist, um, is that Bushwick was very, very Italian up uh, throughout the 1900s up until the 1980s. Really? Um, yeah, a lot of Italian-Americans lived in, uh, Italian-Americans and people immigrating from, from Italy 
uh, came to Bushwick. And uh, then things started to, to uh, turn around. Um, in, so in 1977, there was a blackout in New York. which It was a very massive blackout. And actually, that might be, make a great um, podcast topic yes. for another time. We will definitely get into that. Um, it but, was a citywide blackout. Yeah, and a lot of uh, crime occurred in Bushwick during that time, and that caused some uh, the middle class to leave and um, policing to increase, and which led to um, much more crime and also um, some other issues in the area. Um, and during this time, um, Bushwick became very Latin American, um, more Latin American immigrants, uh, came, came to the area, and I was wondering, like, why specifically Bushwick? Um, and, I'm, and then we were looking into it, and it seemed that there was a, def- there was a, uh, Domino sugary, sugar factory that employed, I guess, a lot of, um, immigrants, and that was why a lot of them came to that area. Uh, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that either, because it's like, there's, there's always a reason behind, like, why a group of people have chosen to be somewhere, and I'm always like, oh, why? And then, oh, it turned out that that's what it was. I never knew that. That's fair. I mean, oh. we're going to talk about Astoria in a, in a future episode. Stay tuned. Um, Astoria is a very Greek population, and that kind of started from Greeks like to be around other Greeks, so yes. it just kind of became Greeker and Greeker, and now it's not as Greek, but that's a whole, that, yeah. that's going to be another we'll episode. Get, we'll yeah. get there, but it's always interesting, like, what makes something, what, what starts something out as, like, a little enclave, like, why are people there at first? I think that that's always really interesting. It's the sense of community, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, and... I know we're just going to also just like get into some demographics. So one thing that I read, and this was um, from 2009, so I'm not sure how accurate it is now, but um, 75% of children in Bushwick live below the poverty line, which um, I honestly, I would imagine it's it's still around that now. Like Bushwick, what did we, we found that it was in 2008, it was the seventh most impoverished neighborhood in the city. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what we found in our research. I also found that in 2016, 26% of um, the city district 34, which consists of Bushwick, Ridgewood, and Williamsburg, um, was under the federal poverty line, which it's a, it's a little less than the 75% of children, but, you know, it's it's still not a great number. Yeah. And, and I, the, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. No, I was just going to, I was going to say, because we are going to talk about this next, um, yeah. if gentrification has affected that at all. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean... So an interesting thing about gentrification in Bushwick, I always just was, I was always wondering how, how it started in Bushwick, because this is something Selena and I were talking about, something I feel like I've noticed, is that it seems like each neighborhood has gentrified a part of New York. I feel like baby boomers gentrified um, Greenwich Village, mm-hmm. then um, Gen, Gen X gentrified East Village and Alphabet City think rent <laughs> i was about to say the same thing yeah and then um <laughs> millennials gentrified uh williamsburg yes so think uh girls and then um <laughs> and now gen z is kind of gentrifying bushwick and it seems like it's this this um line going east um but one thing that selene and i found in our research that really surprised me i was i was i always thought it was just like the cons- consumers the market that's just some jargon, but like I always thought it was just like business people. Um, it was the government, like the government did this. <laughs> it's always the government um, uh, that like the housing department collabed with the police to quote quote reduce crime, 
around like 23%, or sorry, 23 blocks around Maria Hernandez Park, which, which is, is a pretty large park in Bushwick. Yeah, it's kind of like the only like park in Bushwick, or like the no, only big one. Oh, really? Bushwick has like two parks. <laughs> well, Bushwick is fairly small, so yeah. that makes sense. And, um, it was just, so that's like North Bushwick near Williamsburg, near the L train. And that's, that's like the most gentrified part of Bushwick. And I always thought it was just like, oh, it's just like leakage from Williamsburg. But no, it was like the government, like deliberately doing it, which really surprised me. It's the opportunity of here's a, here's an area that not many people live in. Let's make it look more appealing and have wealthier people go into it. And then we'll make more money. And then of course it screws over everyone who was already living there. Yeah, of course. And it's you uh, see that in several neighborhoods, especially yeah. now. You're seeing it in Astoria. You're seeing it in Harlem. It's crazy. Yeah, and we there's um there's something called the uh the Bechtel test, which in a <laughs> uh, in in a film and TV it's like if two women can have a conversation without talking about a man. Yes. And so we came up with something uh, called the Neil Patrick Harris test. No disrespect to Neil Patrick Harris. We love you, Neil. Big fan of the show. <laughs> um, and it's this is the, kind of just to determine what stage of gentrification a neighborhood is in. The Neil Patrick Harris test is would Neil Patrick Harris and his family have a um, have a house there? Yeah, because I believe they have a house in Harlem. Yes, yes, yeah. I, I think they do. and Somewhere in northern Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so something I, I read about gentrification um, is that it's actually split up into three stages. Um, so the early stage, which is where something like Bushwick would be at, whereas artists, writers, musicians, uh, college kids, LGBT hipsters, political activists, basically people with colorful hair. A callback to Rent, if I may. Yes. Because in Rent, several of the characters are artists, activists, members of the LGBTQ community. And you could say that was um, the first early stage of gentrification in uh, the village, the East Village. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's the the early stage. And the... um, the transitional stage is upper middle class professionals, um, liberals, usually uh, uh, teachers, journalists, uh, and they're attracted to the to the area that's been created by the the first wave. And then the last stage, late stage gentrification, is um, private sector people. Uh, real estate prices increase significantly, um, and this is when like businesses start to like um, like I guess chains would start to form, and essentially if there's a Whole Foods. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, we've we've discussed it. You can apply this to a lot of neighborhoods in New York. Like Harlem, in my opinion, would fall somewhere between the transitional stage to the late stage. Yeah. Astoria, I think, is pretty transitional stage heading into the late stage. Yeah. There's a lot you can tell from that. So I would say, so the stages are um, hipster, hipster, um, family, Whole Foods. (laughs) Yeah, hipster family Whole Foods. I like that. Yeah, so look around your neighborhood. In the comments of the podcast, tell us. Tell us where your neighborhood is at. Can they comment on the podcast? Probably not. We're going to find out. Come to where Cellini lives and shout either one of the three words, hipster, family, or Whole Foods, and she will, um, Cellini will tally. <laughs> Actually, um, a text from our um, podcast editor who um, just wrote to me, I feel like the stages are melded today because of reviews, media, other things. And I'm, I'm inclined to agree with that because, for example, with Harlem, you do see um, a lot of families and professionals, but then you'll also see, like, 
offices being opened yeah. around here. Same thing with Astoria. So, I mean, Bushwick, I'm not seeing as much of that, but yeah. you might see a little bit of melding coming up. Well, <laughs> um, that would be not too great. Uh, but but we're going to transition into what Cellini and I did. So Cellini... Um, was generous enough to show me around Harlem when we were when we were going to talk about Harlem. So, I uh, I planned a little day for us. In- and she blew me out of the park. Let me tell oh, you. <laughs> no, you did a great job too. I think you was- had it planned to the minute. I I was obsessed. <laughs> I loved it. This is my my um fear of the unknown of just obsessive planning. So <laughs> so we went to um one thing I don't really like about so, some this is hilarious. Um I was I was talking to my friends and I was talking about like how I I don't like seeing the gentrification. And then I said, and there are like no good restaurants. And then I was like, wow, I suck. I really suck. I was going to say, that. it sounds like a, a, that episode. And I think you should leave of, I would send them to a coffee shop, but there are no cute restaurants in this neighborhood. <laughs> no cute restaurants. Well, the pretentious, really annoying thing I said was, I was like, I just went on this whole like progressive rant about uh, gentrification. And then I said, and there are like no restaurant restaurants. And I was like, I suck. <laughs> Rachel, your white woman is really showing. I don't know, at least I was aware that I sucked in that moment. Um, Fair. Like, what, thing I, what I meant to say is that I feel like there aren't a lot of restaurants that only serve food. Everything is like a bar that happens to also have food. And um, as someone who has tried to cut out drinking in the past, it's just, I guess what I, what I meant to say is that it's a little bit frustrating to feel like there's no place that's just a restaurant. Everything's like a bar and yeah, there's food here. So I will say that might be more of a Bushwick specific issue. Yeah. I'm fortunate. I haven't had that issue in Harlem. Haven't had that issue in Astoria, but Astoria has got some great restaurants. Yeah. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. Um, I think that because also Bushwick is very college kid. Yeah. So you're going to have all the bars there yeah. anyway. And um, so, so where we, where we got lunch was uh, a restaurant. Restaurant. Jeez. <laughs> and that's so annoying. <laughs> and that, like, what I, what I like about this place and it's my favorite place in Bushwick is because they just they don't have alcohol. Um, so it's this is called um Arepa uh, Guacoco, and it is um a Venezuelan place. Uh, did I, did I butcher the pronunciation? I did. Our, I'm sorry. Uh, our, um, our Hispanic podcast editor is, um, laughing in the corner. Do you want to say it? Okay. He's you know, shy. He, you know what? If, um, can if, I say if, it? If he could dub over. <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is it? I think it's, um, wait, is this a typo or is this how it's spelled? Yeah, no, that's how it's spelled. Oh, so it's, um, Arepera Guacoco. Guacuco. Yeah. Yes. Thank yes. you. He, okay. I got a, I got a so-so. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> um, and so we got we each got a repas. Is that did I repas? I, I can't roll my R's. I I couldn't roll them for the longest time either. I know I know a couple of Hispanics who can't roll their R's. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a weird mouth. You do. Rachel's <laughs> mouth is so small that only the thinnest of gummy worms can go through yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little hole for a mouth. <laughs> um. Um. So we went there and it, it's, yes. it was very good. Um, and then we went to this place called uh, La Tapatia. Uh, it was on, on Knickerbocker Avenue? Yes. Yes. Oh, and uh, we ordered uh, taquitos and we ordered them in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, well, we had to call Angel, our podcast editor slash yes. my boyfriend, and be like, hey, how do you order something in Spanish? Uh, yeah. So and that was really cool. Um, and, and one thing that when I was planning the day for us, I wanted to do was to not just be like, 
and here's all the things that have been here over the last five years you know um it's like the latin american community is still the majority population there and it's still like their home it is um and uh the people that are there have been have been born and raised there so we wanted to incorporate as much of that into our day as possible even if and um we 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 saw that um we saw the bars and we also saw some restaurant restaurants oh my god (laughs) and and just to go back to the hispanic community because i don't want to generalize it by saying like just hispanic because there's several different demographics in there some of which being puerto rican I read also uh, Mexican and El Salvadorian, yeah, yeah. which I'm always excited to see El Salvadorian because, you know, Angel's from um, Angel's family's from El Salvador. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so I mean, there are several groups in there. I just wanted to give some highlights to that. Yeah. And, and there's a there's a lot of um, diverse cuisine there. There's there are um, it starts with the pupusas. Pay. Yes, there's a pupusa place. I love pupusas. Um, there are multiple Venezuelan places. Mexican. Venezuela is another one. I forgot yeah, to mention that. And it's it's all great. So if you if you are going to Bushwick, um, please please don't just go for for the um alcohol. There are a lot of really great uh, cuisines by people who are passionate about those cuisines and those cultures. Agreed. And honestly, they're better than the bars. Yeah, yeah. Well, we will definitely get. Don't worry if you're here and you're looking for a night out, Rex. We're gonna get we're gonna get there. You're gonna have to sit through our history lessons and um the complaints <laughs> of restaurants for restaurant restaurants. And we will have a nightlife episode coming out uh right after this one, yes. so stay tuned. Yes, yes. We will be your guide to the craziest night in New York. I'm sorry. I thought you were about to start quoting um Beetlejuice the musical. Oh god. It's like, hi, I'll be your guide. I'll be your G-U-I-D-E to the other side. And I'm going to stop singing there because I'm pretty sure that's copyrighted. Yeah, we're going to yeah. get killed. Um, <laughs> so then uh, Selini and I ventured to a candy store, which is in Bushwick. Is it not, maybe it's not something people know too much about. It's called uh, Eugene J Candy Store. And they make some of their own stuff there. They do. Um, I ended up getting Jelly Belly Jelly Beans, which I yes. love. But they were Carvel flavors, which I was very excited about. And then I realized I didn't like them. Yeah. Except the strawberry ones. The strawberry ice cream ones were really good. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so the jelly beans did not hit. They did not. What did you get? I don't think I got anything because I've oh. been there recently or I've been there. I, they make like something very similar to nerds there. Oh. Um, but I had yeah, that. I, I saw that. Yeah. And um, so we went there. That's definitely something I recommend checking out. Um, and then we went to an antique shop. And we looked around and everything was ridiculously expensive. We went to a couple different vintage places. Yeah. Now that I think about it. But yeah. all, I will say all antique places are expensive because like Angel and I went to Terrytown, which is upstate. Oh, yeah. Um, there was this really cool antique place there, like actual old photographs and everything. And I think the cheapest thing we saw in there was $35. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. I was like, nah. I mean, obviously we weren't going to take anything with us because we'd have to carry it on the metro north yeah, but no, i was like nah i'm good and then we also went uh-huh. to this hipster coffee place yeah. i don't remember the name and quite honestly i don't want to it was yeah. the strangest place we've ever set foot in possibly it was like so they and okay in my memory i don't think this is what happened there were like there was like a clear glass door to like or clear like windows to like behind the scenes and there was a factory that didn't happen, right? No, there might have been. This is this is how I remember remembering it. It was like all white and like all like white marble and like it looked like if an Apple store happened to have coffee. This is how I remember it. 
I was uh, going to say what people expect the future to look like. Yeah. 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 And we had um, an interesting encounter. I'll let <sighs> Selene explain. Yeah. So we were just in there trying to gather the sights of it all because keep in mind it's a coffee shop, right? But it's all white, only white. Yeah. Everyone is talking and the loudest pop punk music mm. is playing. It was it was very weird. I'm like, why would anyone go in here for a coffee shop? It's just it might as well be a club at this point. Yeah. And as Rachel and I are, you know, discussing our thoughts and just standing in this coffee shop, we we meet a man. Uh. Um, I don't want to give his name out, but I will say his name was the same as a Japanese store in the city that's basically a cross between Uniqlo and Ikea. Mm. So for the purposes of this story, we're going to call him Unikia. Yes. So Unikia comes up and he says to me specifically, hey, I'm sorry. I just want to say I love your outfit. And me being friendly and thinking, okay, he's not <laughs> saying, wow, you're gorgeous. I say, oh, wow, thank you. He starts asking me, somewhat personal questions like what brings you to bushwick <laughs> and i'm just trying to be friendly i'm thinking okay you know i'm i'm not that outgoing i don't like talking to strangers because strangers are weird yeah but i'm trying to be nice because rachel's with me and i don't want to be like a, a complete b-i-t-c-h in front of my friend so i, I should have though shouldn't I? <laughs> if, if i mean if you were an asshole to him i just or a bitch i would have just joined in <laughs> god damn it all right um moving on but um you know he's like what brings you to bushwick i'm like oh my friend and i have a podcast and he started asking some questions he's like what's it called we say queen's kid and the transplant he's like queen's kid i said yeah because i'm from queens he said oh cool i was born in astoria i'm like get out of here i'm from astoria that's really cool i'm thinking okay maybe this guy's not a freak he gives me a high five and then the high five <laughs> became a handhold yeah that was that wasn't good and then he said to me i'm Unikia." replacing the name yeah I'm like unikia he's like yeah i'm like all right nice to meet you angel said he definitely didn't grow up in astoria no there are people in astoria like this i i'm telling you i've met some weird people in astoria yeah. but what really got to me was he kept looking me up and down oh god um and uh i remember as soon as i was had the right opportunity to bring up yeah my boyfriend he walked away to get his coffee order. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this man was a copywriter, which I'm like, oh, cool. But he works at a coffee shop. Yeah, he was. Oh, he kept saying, like, I think the thing he said to Selene was, are you an artist? Oh, yeah. He kept being like, oh, wow, you're so artsy. Are you an artist? I'm like, no, I'm a paralegal. Yeah. Yeah. And what really actually that's how I brought it. I tried to bring in my boyfriend into the conversation because I'm like, well, you know, my boyfriend was a music major. And as soon as I said that, he like walked away to get his order and came back right after I finished talking about it. And as he was getting his order, I remember whispering to Rachel, I'm very uncomfortable. Yeah. See, OK, so I don't know if we mentioned this before. So I'm um, I'm on the autism spectrum and I cannot read facial cues. So I could not tell if Selene was uncomfortable or not. I was uncomfortable. And then when he left, I could tell that she was. So he he and then he was like, all my friends live in Harlem and they're all actors. Oh, and yeah. I no, like, I refuse to tell him. Angel said, y'all need a signal. Yeah, you know what? We'll, we'll talk about that after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I I, ref I didn't want to tell him I was from Harlem. I just said, yeah, I'm from somewhere between Harlem and Hamilton Heights. Spoiler alert. I don't live anywhere near Hamilton Heights. <laughs> 
it was just very weird and thank god for rachel who was the one who had the courage to say all right well we better get going bye yes yeah i was i could not tell if you were he was only talking to me that's what was uncomfortable you were right there you were trying to talk and you couldn't you know what the thing was so i was wearing a shirt that day that was a very very gay shirt (laughs) you were wearing a very i thought my outfit was a little gay though for for those at home it was a color block shirt it was it was purple and then it had like a color block of blue and that was enough for this man to be like this i'm not even gonna bark up this tree you know what i will say later in the day you asked me how gay is this shirt and i said i gotta be honest this is the gayest you've ever looked yeah it was the gayest i've looked i had to i had to commit to the bit for bushwick and i was I'm not just for the sake of like being i am like a queer person so yeah and i'm actually a heterosexual but like i i was in bushwick so i had to I had to try to <laughs> stop. We don't want to give we don't want to give heterosexual people the wrong idea, Rachel. Yeah, no, I don't want to infringe on their culture. Uh, <laughs> I don't. Um. Uh, anyway. Yeah, um, that was we we spent way too much time talking about Unikia. Yeah. So um. So and then the last thing we did was uh. So Roberta's Pizza is like kind of like the quintessential like hipster bushwick place. I think it was like Bill Clinton went there. Bill Clinton and Beyonce have eaten pizza there not at the same time that would be cool um, that would be cool it's so it's the uh neapolitan style pizza it's um, very it's much more of an italian like actual like italy um style of pizza yeah. not like the new york slice that's very quintessential to the city yeah and it's it's because it was like the first place in bushwick that was like like a cool restaurant it has like this it's very very seen as like a bushwick thing I think it's pretty good, but, like, I don't... I wouldn't, like, kill anyone for it. My my thing is that I, I've noticed Rachel and I have um, very different um, taste in pizza. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We're going to get into it. <laughs> we'll probably have another episode about this. Rachel likes this one place um, on the Lower East Side called Scars. I do not. I, I'm more into that, like, Italian slice. Yeah. You know, maybe it's because I'm Italian. We will definitely have a pizza episode. Yeah. Um, and we took our pizza to uh Kings County Brewers Collective, which is a brewery in um in Bushwick. It's yes. it's uh my favorite one of my favorite places in the neighborhood. And they, I gotta say it's probably my favorite brewery at this point too. Yeah, we we've been there uh, quite a few times. Yeah, uh, servers are really nice. Yeah. They have like cute little pins you can buy. I had one and it fell off my bag. Oh no. Yeah. I'll get another one. It's fine. Oh uh, yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, they they uh, they have some some really cool stuff. They make everything there. Um, and we uh we took. I have uh, some German friends who uh, we took there. Yeah. And we gotta was, get the Germans back. We will have them on. Yeah. Uh, we refer to them as the Germans. Um, there are friends. Philip and Caroline, who yes. are from Germany, they went back to Germany a few months yeah, ago. Yeah, they they had seen enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh then selini and i we on a separate occasion we had a, a bushwick night out and we're gonna we're gonna get into that after the break and we're back we're back okay so see that that um that break kind of represents the break that selini and i had because um we had our day in bushwick and then she was she was busy i was busy and then we uh, came back and we had our night out a different time yeah and so, not on the same day not on, not on the same day i was not gonna go back to bushwick the trains were not working oh my that God, week yeah. sometimes yeah. The, sometimes it's like hey by the way the l train's a bus now have fun good luck <laughs> i know i had to take three trains it was insane yeah um 
but yeah so so the night out we went out um halloween weekend we went out the friday before halloween yeah which um, was the 28th i think yeah and because we're old ladies we went we went out and did not stay out super we went out pretty early and we did not stay out late so like um to be fair i was up until six that day I, I get up at six every morning for work yeah no that's that's completely fair yeah and uh so so um so we when selene and i hang out and when we um when we've gone out we usually we're usually staying around where i'm i am uh, i won't spe- specify um but i'm we'll just I, say it's near one of the trains but we won't tell you if it's the l or the j and z you'll have yes. to figure it out um but we went to the other part by the other trains. Yes. And we went to the bars there. Um, and that's not somewhere... I think I'd only been there on, like, a date, like, once. And I hadn't been back around there. Because I'm lazy and I don't feel like walking. I think we were there... Oh, wait, no, that that wasn't you. That was me when I was searching for apartments. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so, we, so the first bar we went to it was called Mood Ring. And Mood Ring is kind of like the essential bushwick you're falling out of your era in a ketamine hole in a polyamorous relationship for the record we do not um condone the use of ketamine no we do not we, we do not i mean if you want to go ahead but we don't support it yes but yeah. if, if if you are going to be using ketamine and you are Please going be to be in a polyamorous relationship then you will be at mood right <laughs> Well, the interesting thing I liked about Mood Ring was that apparently every time you go there, there is a different clip from a different movie playing on this one very tiny TV yeah. behind the bar. <laughs> and this time it was The Incredibles, the scene where Mrs. Incredible is trying to like sneak into that syndrome base. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when I was there last, like two years ago, it was just this one scene from Uncut Gems just playing over and over again. Such a good movie, though. Yeah. 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 And um, the theme is, I think it's it's like an asian themed bar it is i remember being there i feel like i was like i feel like the theme is asian longing i thought it was um artsy college kid i think i think that's the people it draws uh, uh the theme because be it's it's a cocktail bar and i think the theme is is that um we it was very mellow when we were there um yeah well we did get there pretty early we it were, just felt late because the lights were already um yeah and um it if if you're looking to have a bushwick experience definitely check out mood ring yeah and, great bar great drinks um and and yeah and then um and it's very, it's very pretty inside and then um, yes very much and this is also i think it, it is like a queer bar so um of course if, if you are going to go uh we encourage you to be respectful of of um that and that the places like that are set up to be uh, places where people just uh, don't be an a hole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was looking for a lot of words. No, no, no. I, I appreciate and, and, it. Yeah. Um, and then the wait, wait. Bo- before you oh, continue, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rachel, I think we should let everyone know about our mullet bets. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, so um, I thought that there'd be a lot more people out, and I said to Selene, "How many mullets do you think we're gonna see?" And we didn't even do numbers. We did ratios. We thought there were going to be that many. We thought that there were gonna be, I thought it was going to be packed. Um, I did too. I think we said like, I, th- I thought that the ratio would be like, for every four people, there'd be one mullet. For me, I said every three, if you count wolf cuts as mullets. Yes. Yeah. But then buzzed heads. I think mm. we both agreed on one in seven. Yeah. I think I went over or under just to, just to like make it interesting. Yeah. Um, oh. We didn't see a single buzzed head. We saw one mullet. 
We saw one the, the entire whole night. night. We were looking the whole time. The whole time. It was disappointing. But I guess I think we stereotyped Bushwick too much. We did. Yeah. We learned our lesson. Um, and then we went to Happy Fun Hideaway, which is another queer bar around that area, like a few blocks away. Yeah. And um, again, there weren't too many people out. Um, but this one, I feel like the theme was gay beach. Yes, it yes. was. They even had the chalk. They, I think they had a chalkboard, right? Oh yeah, like a did. chalkboard where they wrote all the drinks out. Yeah, like a that beach was very bar. cute. I really like that. Yeah. Um, and there was one thing I want to say oh, about yeah. that bar. Yeah. In the bar, there's an outdoor area. It's a very nice area. Um, it's warm because there are heat lamps, so you don't have to worry about getting cold. There was a sticker that I guess somebody posted on a random wall. That I looked at it. It was a it was a drawing, but the person they drew looked a lot like my grandpa Mm. and i said to rachel whoa that kind of looks like my grandpa hang on let me take a picture of this and so i sent it to my dad a day later and he said wow that looks just like papu jerry (laughs) that's what we call my grandpa send it to send it to your aunt my dad's sister i send it to her she said holy crap that's that's papu jerry she shows it to my cousin who without getting prompted said whoa that's papu jerry sent it to my uncle he said the same thing yeah my sister saw it through my aunt and she's like oh my god that's so weird i showed it to my great aunt who is my grandpa's um ex-wife's sister and even she was like oh my god Somebody figured out how my grandpa looked. He, he passed away nine <laughs> years ago, but someone figured out what he looked yeah. like and put it on a sticker for me to find years later. He's an art inspiration. Rest in peace, Papu Jerry. Yeah. And Sorry, I just no, really no, wanted no, to get no, that, 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 that off my chest. Really it was very funny. I, I, let's see if we can post a picture of it. We, we, will, we will definitely we gotta, post that on our Instagram. We have to. Well, don't, don't make any promises. We're recording this like a few months in advance. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, we'll um, but yeah, so, like, so I feel like um, I was kind of under the, the impression, like, oh, Selena and I are going to have a crazy Bushwick night. But there, there really weren't too many people, and we mostly talked and yeah and chatted we had we, we had a we had a, we, uh, uh, we talked about um our lives and we had a friendship <laughs> we had a friendship oh we, and then we also went to birdie yes we were there for like five minutes <laughs> we were we were pretty tired yeah i couldn't find my id and thought i lost it in another bar i oh, had yeah. found it but yeah yeah that was that was a stressful like two minutes and the bouncer just kept looking at me and i just felt very awkward yeah um and then we went inside. They had a pinball machine. They did. It was fun. It was. I thought that one was going to be the less lively one because apparently while um, ha- Happy Fun Hideaway is the queer bar, that's the straight bar. Apparently they're owned by the same people or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just thought it was going to be more dead because of that. Mm. Uh, Rachel, am I allowed to say that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally, okay. totally, yeah. I felt like, yeah. crap, that might be offensive. Uh, no, 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 okay. that's fair, yeah. Um, but... It, it was actually pretty pretty yeah, lively pretty a lot think, of cowboy hats yeah i think because it was also getting later that's um, true that was it must have been like 10 o'clock i yeah. wanted to go home I, I i had to take the train back home yeah, and no, that's, that's like fair. a good 50 minutes yeah yeah no that's that's very fair and um yeah that was our, our night it was nothing too crazy i was thinking just like for some supplements i want to definitely um i i think that bushwick has this people are like bushwick is like like the east village of brooklyn it's not it's not it is not the east village is more fun let's yeah let's be real here because it's i think with bushwick i just i don't think that anyone's going out there unless they live in bushwick they live in like a surrounding neighborhood or they're hanging out with a friend who lives in bushwick like no yeah. no one in 
no one who lives in like Chelsea and all their friends are in Chelsea is gonna go let's go to Bushwick tonight <laughs> that's true like, or like I was I was joking with someone about this I was like no one who like lives in Astoria is like let me fucking hop on the R train and then take the L and then transfer to the M cause I gotta go to this bar it's like why would you take the L to Astoria or like from Astoria it's gonna be like let me let me I, I live uh. in Astoria but let me just like hop on the R and then the L and then the M I'm not even kidding you you can Uber from oh, Astoria yeah. to Bushwick it only takes 20 minutes yeah it may yeah. be twenty dollars, but it's so much yeah. faster. I'd yeah. say it's worth it. Yeah, because it's also like the trains in the outer boroughs are all, like to go from outer boroughs to outer boroughs is, is awful. Yeah. Oh my god, I was so so. A friend of mine now lives in Astoria. I I and I saw her on ha- Halloween. I ran the MTA gambit to get to her. I took what did I do? I took the um. I'm gonna just gonna say the train. I took the L, then the <laughs> then the G, then the seven, then the N. Oh God, you did it like that. Cause, cause the R wasn't like working. Oh, the into, R never works. Into <laughs> the R never works. Why am I not surprised? So that was, um, but um, so so we're gonna talk more about this in our going out in our uh, night out episode. Um, but Selena and I are uh, we identify as a little bit more introverted, and yeah, um, we're both like neurodivergent. Uh, I have ADHD. Um, yeah. for transparency. Yeah, yeah. I, I have ADHD and autism. Um, and I. We just, I don't know, I can't speak for Selene, but me, my, myself, I don't really like to be in, like, very crowded settings. I, I mean, I, who likes being in a very crowded setting, unless they're, like, a sociopath? That's true, but, um, not saying that all people are who like it are sociopaths, that was a bad joke. Stop it, Rachel! Rachel, no. But, um, no, it's, I think, especially because post-pandemic, I had a very bad experience of the pandemic, and I might talk about that eventually, but... I think after that, I'm not comfortable being in a crowded area. Like, I'll be on a crowded train during, like, rush hour getting to work, and I'll just, I'll be so uncomfortable because of that. I just, that's one of the reasons why I can't do a whole lot of nightlife. No, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. And it's also very loud. Yeah, that used that didn't used to bother me as much, but I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm 24. I'm basically, as I told my boss the other day, I'm basically 72. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Selene is filing for social security, and she's very old. Stop. Um, but but while we're on the topic of Bushwick bars, I'm just gonna rattle off some stuff. Um, oh, like other places to yeah, visit. Yeah. So another, yes. I think uh, Booby Trap is another queer bar. Um, a lot of the queer bars, I believe, are around like the J Train. Um, yeah, and, I can see that. And um, House of Yes is another club. We're gonna talk about House of Yes because I've, I've been there. I'll be talking about that in our next episode. Um, and well we, there was your um a, a personal favorite of ours oh yes the personal yeah. favorite uh shout out to uh, echo bravo Woo. is a bar that selena and i both really enjoy which is um it's off the l train in, in bushwick yeah um, we've been there i've been there at least three times at this point yeah 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 it's, they actually have food some bars good just food. Don't have food yeah they have good food they have um they have curly fries then they have alcoholic um uh frosties mm-hmm. they have alcoholic or yeah they have frosé um i love frosé frozen rosé and they have alcoholic cookies what the, what are they called like wookies where they're like they're like cookies i think with they whiskey. were yeah wookies i think yeah. i had wookies last time i was there but yeah. there was a lot going on i don't remember the taste <laughs> yes uh <laughs> and i have also had emotional uh 
loves hey, hold <laughs> hang on rachel next episode next, next episode, episode. Well, yeah. we can see this is a little teaser for next episode for and those then- of you who don't know we're actually going to be recording our next episode um later tonight it's um november 12th i believe yes. this is probably coming out in january yeah. <laughs> or february um and oh another thing i was gonna say leading up to uh to echo bravo is there's this part of bushwick which i call i call it millennial strip it's troutman street between uh saint nick and wyckoff avenue because I feel like that's where at least like the gentrification started or like they're the most expensive restaurants and um, bars are all on that that one block. And that's kind of uh, you're not wrong about. Yeah. That. Yeah. And that's kind of like where the Bushwick Collective is. And, and we'll get into what that is in a second. And that's where like uh, all the I think whenever you like type in a picture of Bushwick the picture of that block will always come up so honestly i don't go to millennial strip if you're in bushwick don't i i'm going to i'm gonna have a hard stance on this don't Rachel, go we're trying to promote the good of the city the, uh, promote the good of the city don't go to millennial strip <laughs> it's just a bunch of it's always it's just a bunch of millennials who are there and they're stripping no but um there okay. is no one stripping na- well actually maybe there are people stripping yeah. naked on the street who knows uh but yeah i i think if you're gonna come to bushwick one thing you do have to see is the bushwick collective so there was i i wrote down his name um because i wanted to to do that uh now i have to learn to read uh joe F- uh Ficalora. is that italian yes uh so he, his he grew up in bushwick and his mother passed away and he wanted to uh, do something special for her in her memory, and he invited a bunch of artists from around the world to um uh to and then I guess got permission from uh local uh, warehouses because Bushwick is very industrial. Um, mm-hmm. uh, got the artists to paint murals um all over like uh this one one uh, part of Bushwick. All the all the um warehouses have um really amazing murals, and they kind of they get redone like every year. Um. Someone will come paint a mural, and the next year someone will paint over it, and it keeps uh, the neighborhood uh, fresh and exciting. And it's uh, something that I want a lot of people come. It's it's the the, the thing to see. Everyone goes and sees the art. We um, couldn't get to see it though. Oh, we've, we've we've definitely seen it. I haven't. Yes, you have. No. Yeah. No. When? Do you? You've seen it. No, I haven't. Yes, you have. You, what you've... what day? When was it? A time we fung out. You've, you've seen the bush. It's, it's just it's just all the street art. Oh, I have been there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're going to come to Bushwick, that's definitely worth seeing. Um, um, and, and speaking of like the Italian uh, community, there's an, a, a very old Italian bakery that's been there for a while. It's called uh, Circo's Pastry Shop. They have these very interesting, as Lenny and I have both had, uh, these uh, cannoli donuts. I haven't had the cannoli donut. Oh, uh, in August of last year. When oh we make yeah that was good yeah my memory isn't working today jeez <laughs> so i keep i keep looking at rachel like she's crazy <laughs> um, i'm so sorry yeah they're, they're donuts with like cannoli filling and then they have like like the exterior of a cannoli on top and it's, it's really good stuff it's pretty um, good yeah um and uh house of yes is is a staple of bushwick uh, we'll get more into that uh there, there are a lot of galleries in bushwick bushwick is very like you know, like artsy. Yeah. We tried to go to one, but it, yeah, was, it, closed. Was, it was closed. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and then another uh, fun thing is a syndicated movie theater. It's a, a venue that has a movie, not a movie, but it has like a projector, and you can they screen like artsy movies. 
Um, I, oh, I would with, love that. We'll have to go. It's yeah. indoors now. When I went, it was still like a uh, pandemic, like not allowed to be inside. And what they did was, it was we, we, we saw this when we were there. They painted a white rectangle. Oh, that <laughs> was the place. Yeah, they painted a white rectangle on the exterior of it's their the building. It's the smallest little rectangle. And they put a, and they were projecting movies on this white rectangle. And then and people were just sitting on the street. I, I, was, I was there for like 20 minutes and, and it was it was a little bit goofy um, that's kind of fun though yeah it was it was an interesting experience yeah and of course there are um quite a handful of secondhand uh, clothing stores um a lot of that's definitely a big draw to bushwick um a new one that came up recently is something called other people's clothes on i believe it's on troutman or star street and um that is a great name yeah it's a clever name they yeah. did they had some kind of like branding thing with uh with spotify when oh. i was walking by where like spotify was um sponsoring something there um and uh maria hernandez park is um is like it's the like park of bushwick, the park of bushwick. Yeah. they there used to be a lot of really annoying skateboarders there was, still are and now well to keep them there they they built like a skateboarding ramp so now so now it's like a skate park I noticed that when I was uh, heading to Bushwick for uh, to research this episode. Yeah, and I was like, "That's that's annoying. <laughs> we yeah. want these people gone." Rachel, you can't say I that. Want, I want to personally kill all the skateboarders. Rachel, <laughs> one by one. There are there are two kinds of people on this podcast, and I think you can leave it up to yourself to figure out which one is which. Heavy breathing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, there's oh, and one other thing is at uh, 110 Troutman, there's a community dark room, and outside they have a um a vending machine full of Polaroid cameras. Oh, I some hipster bullshit. I <laughs> used to um when I was in college, I took a couple of photography classes, one of which I had to use um Pace's dark room to develop mm. my photos. I love dark rooms. I mean, yeah. it's just it's so impractical to like use a film camera though, so I don't do it anymore. But God. It's very cool. It was great. I got really into it. I would spend hours in there. I'd like put on like a like a playlist of Queen songs and pretend I was in the seventies. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, it was a great time. That's, that's well. Hey, you can go. You can come here and you can do that. Oh heck if yeah! If anyone listening would like to recreate, um, <laughs> and um, and then another. Okay, so then I just wanted to kind of talk about like you know what it's like to live there and what the experience is. I cannot weigh in on and, this, Sir Rachel. Um, so I think that. Uh, I think you know something my dad said to me once is it's much better to live somewhere quiet and then go somewhere where all the fun is than it is to live somewhere fun and have to go to obtain quiet and I agree with that I agree too um I live two doors down from a bar and it is very loud on Friday and Saturday nights um but I will say with Bushwick um I think I have a lot of mixed feelings towards it because so I moved in May 2020 and that was very much the pandemic and yeah um it was just a lot more low-key um and quiet and there weren't a lot of other people like me like white college kids um and that was preferred I think just it was quieter and um it seemed like people were more respectful and then as things started to open up it just seemed like everyone a lot of young people who uh seemed to have not like been from there came and like i can't you know i can't like look at someone and buy how they're dressed like guess their intentions or anything because that wouldn't be fair but it just it feels as though uh, there are a lot of people in the area who um don't really 
care too much about the the people who were there for who were there before us and just kind of see it as like oh this is a fun little playground for me to do ketamine and get drunk often um and you know it's while ketamine is great ketamine's a vegetable please don't do ketamine rachel <laughs> rachel has never done ketamine by the way neither have i and i have not no um well well like you know there are a lot of bars um at the end of the day there, there's a community of people there who um who call it home and have and have called it home for a very long period of time and um if someone's gonna come to bushwick i would say uh like just just to keep that in mind and the the majority of people there are are um from various latin american backgrounds and and uh to to say that bushwick is a neighborhood full of like college kids drinking is not is not that's like, true accurate. in our research we found out 12 yeah. percent of bushwick's population is college kids which is much lower than what we thought yeah. it would be 24 percent was actually children and I think 35% was people ages like 25 to 44. Yeah. 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 So it's, um, yeah, it, it, there's a lot to it. Um, and yeah. And if you're going to go for a night out, um, I mean, we're good. This will be a good transition into our next episode. Uh, <laughs> you better wa- listen to them back to back yes, if you can. Yes. <laughs> All bars are the same. I will say um, most bars are the same. There's a little more nuance, but <laughs> it's it's people be like, I love this bar. It's like it's this. It's four walls and alcohol. Okay, you know what? We'll we'll discuss this more in the next episode. Um, I definitely have a lot more to say on it, but I think now yeah. is a good time for us to say au revoir. This is not. I don't speak French. Why did I say that? Um, <laughs> Rachel, you wanna you wanna take us out? Yeah. Um. Oh, before I do, what what are your thoughts on Bushwick though? Because you've, oh. you've you've hung out with me quite a handful of times. You there. know what? I just to keep it brief. Um, because I I actually visited you June of twenty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm incl- I agree with you. It was much quieter when I visited you at the height of the pandemic. Yeah. Not at the height height for the record. Like we had both tested negative and everything. We yeah. were not being unsafe. Um. Then it was, for example, later that summer when, yeah, we were still in the middle of a pandemic, but it was August and everyone wanted to go out to drink anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. I mean, I honestly, I mean, the more I've gotten to know what I've always been iffy about Bushwick because like, no, nothing against college kids. I was a college kid, but I, I, I think it's just a little too much for me. I like quiet places too. Yeah. Um, Bushwick's a lovely little area. And I, the last thing I'd want for it is to get messed up by anything else. Yeah. Just keep your Whole Foods out of Bushwick. That's <laughs> true. You got Whole a great grocery out. store, like right by where you, uh, where you live too. Yeah, yeah. that is great. That's pretty great. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, Selena, if you want to take us out, sure. Yeah. Uh, this uh, podcast is part of Factional Media. Thank you to Angel Mancia for audio engineering, Kennison Emil for the podcast artwork. I am Selene Dracos. I'm Rachel Summers. This is Queen's Kid and the Transplant. Thank you for listening and bye bye.